I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After, Season 6, Episode 6, Fear and Loathing. So what we have this time, I changed the title to Lies of Omission. It was a recurring theme. It seemed to be that. Now the title writers have a problem. Fear and loathing has got to be... It's not Chuck. Chuck's not afraid of Andre. He uh, does loathe him. Yeah. Fear. Maybe fear would be Tiffany. And loathing is Charlie. But Tiffany. Yeah, right? I, can't, I can't stand her. What? I don't like your tone. She's so negative all the time. How about her mom? Don't like her. What about her mom? I don't like her either. What a mess she is. I can't believe that she advised her to lie to her dad. Right. We have great news. Ronald's visa is approved. Yay. That's good. Or at least should be the good news. Now we come up to the second problem. Which Sponsorship. Is, yeah. So isn't this something you're thinking about beforehand? Yeah. They should have been planning this when they applied. It's what's today's problem. And then the next one. And then the next problem, you're looking three feet in front it of your seems, face. And it seems like also when there aren't any problems, she's looking to find one. Well, that's <laughs> true. Because if he won't sponsor, well, I'm not going to South Africa. So and we're done. We're done. No plan B. <laughs> she's quitting. She's it's like she's it. looking for a reason for that's this a, not that's to work. exactly what it is. I like Maggie's her mom. She goes right over there. And she says, well, I don't hate Ronald. She goes, and Tiffany goes, it, it, it looked like it troubled you to say that. It took a long time to actually make that. Well, she gives the same impression, so. I'm assuming, and I forget. Um, How could her mom feel any differently than she does? And she clearly resents him at the same time. Also, I forget Dad's name. I don't remember what that was. He seems to be handsome the, guy. He seems to be the hit of the week. Yeah, everybody's pretty happy with him and his Colombian accent. Right. Well, I didn't even need to hear him speak. I said to you immediately, "Wow, he's awfully attractive for his what age." I bet he was a real looker when he was young. What a which might explain the problem why Maggie might be so mad at him. Perhaps maybe he had stepped out a little bit. Mm, probably. So they're sitting at the table. And the conversation between Tiffany and her mom is, should I tell him and should I not tell him? This is a slam dunk. Mother and daughter conversation. Right. Right. It, this it should, should be, be easy. Easy. Yeah, I have to Quick tell response. the truth. Tell the truth. Yes. And it's because, because he'll be financially on the line for life. And he, and he has a right to know the risk that he's assuming before he makes that decision. I can't believe she would even consider not. First of all, Maggie lays out all the issues with Ronald. There's the gambling. And there's this. And there's that. And and that he has no idea of anything. And he's just she's just giving her the ammunition. She's laying it all out. These are all the problems with Ronald. So the thought would be, these are the issues, and you have to tell your father. But no. No. 
She says, you can't tell him. You have to get him to agree to this and then spring it on him after. That's so wrong. <laughs> like what? I sat up. Our jaws We couldn't dropped. believe we this. Like, this is not possible. This is not advice. This is the type of advice that maybe, I don't know, Becky would give Libby. It seems that kind of advice. Uh-huh. Right. Like, don't tell your husband that here's, you're going to hire a nanny. Here's what I don't get. And I try not to have trouble with the show or anything being staged. But how could the dad not know about Ronald? How's that possible? If your daughter is on a national television show. Oh, yeah, show, I know what you mean. Aren't you going to watch it? You would think. Do they think they told him, pretend you don't know? I don't know. I mean, even if your daughter said, don't watch this. Hey, don't watch me on TV. Maybe he's not a TV watcher. I don't, does that matter? Maybe he's not so well off and he didn't watch it and can't afford the seven ninety nine a month <laughs> to get Discovery Plus. I don't know. He so was, he hasn't had a chance to keep up with it. He was pretty uh, well kept. I suspect he is not poor. Yeah, I, I don't know how to be... Not to be stereotypical Colombian, but, you know, maybe he takes care of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe money isn't a problem for him. He has certain ways of getting it. <laughs> He's going to buy a big house, bring them all up. It sounded like you can all live with me in a big house in New Jersey near where we used to live. Mm. Hmm. The biggest shock for me was that they were in Maryland they were going to meet, and for the first time in a scene that I cannot remember, I did not see Tiffany's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, what is she had with a, her? She had a jacket on, and I couldn't help but think as she's walking in, I said, oh, here we go. Her shoulders are covered up. Never seen it happen. Right. She's always got some kind of off-the-shoulder or peekaboo shoulders. Or Cut something. to the next scene. Jacket's off. Shoulders out. <laughs> Whatever those two tattoos are on her chest. I don't know if they're dolphins or I forget what they are. There they are, out to be seen. Is, is it a one. thing? Like she made a bet with somebody? Every scene I'm going to be in is going to have my shoulders exposed? Maybe she's hot. It's possible. In everything, though? Yeah. Always? Well, she's kind I of... I get it. I get it. Watch out. Oh, be careful. Warm. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. Every single time. Her and Angela both, I guess. They're just, uh, m maybe they've got some condition that needs their shoulders exposed. <laughs> At least she doesn't have bruising, I guess, on it. Maybe she feels like it's her best feature. She's trying I, to showcase it. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I kind of. Maybe somebody. I always liked like, the way your shoulders looked, and but it was like your collarbone and your shoulder. You know, it's it's yeah, it's a, quite a sleek look. That's not a look that she has, I think. <laughs> right? I don't know how to sound judgy or not to sound judgy, but I don't. Her collarbone's not visible. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some boyfriend once told her that. That he was liked her... her shoulders, and that was her best feature or something. Mm. I don't know. I would assume her makeup and her eyes would be her best feature. She seems she seems cute in, yeah, a, she in a, like a, I don't know, a, a 
teddy kid. bear kind of way. Yeah. I mean, she has a cute appearance. Yeah. I don't know that her shoulders are what I'd show all the time. <laughs> Maybe she just really likes that kind of shirt. I mean, it's it goes back seasons, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's always It's nothing it. new. Yeah, it's just her style, I guess. Hmm. Somebody's so, got to do it. So the scene, the whole thing ends with him, with her dad about to hear what the big deal is. And yeah, then, and then it's done. That was lame. And then they cut to previews. So we didn't get really a next time with that. that. We kind of know what happens next time. Do you think we get Ronald coming? This? I don't know. I told you there's a scene with him arguing. So I'm just assuming that... Did it look like it was in America? I, I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. Don't but know. the two of them are together about bagpacking. Maybe I have she... a, a hard time picturing him being here. So He's going to come with his green card. So he's going to be there right. and, and ready to work. Right. That's the first time we've seen that. No, Maryland, there's a lot of gambling around there. That's probably yeah, not, that's not the good. best deal. I wonder what he can do. And that's hey, what the mom well, said. He can work on motorcycles, right? He yeah, may come so. with at least some kind of skill. That's entirely possible. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just the two of them. He was working as a counselor. After he went in rehab, he was working at a rehab center. With as a other. Counselor. Yes, with other, other people. Gambling mm. and other addictions. He said it was good for his recovery. I guess. Mike and Natalie. Won't we get a whole lot more Trish this time? Trish is just an unpleasant person. Yes, she is. They go to unload the wood. She is not who I would want for mother in law. They go to unload the wood and Calls them girls. All right, girls. She calls Mike and Natalie both yeah, girls. Kind of rude. And then they're getting out at the butcher, and she calls them kids. Kids. It's like everything out of her mouth is negative. Yeah. She's just not kind a positive person. And with Natalie not being the most positive of people, and and you know also. You notice her face is always sourpuss, very yeah, much her, like Mike. Do you notice that? Yes, her resting face is not a pleasant one. No. I love how it started. She's telling Mike, Trish is telling Mike, how to put the trailer on the back of the truck. Yeah. I'm assuming Mike's a guy that should know that. He just seems like that type of guy. Right. If you're living up on a mountain. You're hauling crap. Yeah, because he goes out in the woods and stuff all the time. Maybe she was just maybe she's just bossy. Probably. Yeah, that's probably it. There isn't a Mr. Trish, is there? We haven't seen no, one. No, there is not. Hmm, so I'm not sure relationship advice is something they should be taking from her. Right. Hmm. She doesn't strike me as someone who could keep a man around. It'd be tough. Yeah. Especially with her being so uh, ornery. commandeering. Ornery. And ornery. Yeah, she and tells sour. Trish. What's with that hat? Did you really oh take a look at that thing? That was just horrendous. Uh, what killed me was when I realized that the stem at the top was her hair sticking out. How do you? I'm like, what the heck? How what do you even do that? you to stick your hair through there like that? I don't get it. Like, is that your plan? 
I yeah, tell and, people. And like they said on Pillow Talk, once you have a hat on like that, messing up your hair, you can't take it off. So you're I on. Am you're not you're sure committed. You're Trish in. Trish cares about that. Yeah, probably not. They started. Why I'm, they? I'm thinking the reason that Natalie complimented her on her plaid shirt at the airport was because it's probably the nicest thing she's ever had on. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Ouch. That's tough. Mike and Trish are talking, leaning over the truck and talking how about how little Natalie does around the house. That's baloney. Every time we see her, she's cleaning that house. It's the only thing she has to do in the middle of freaking nowhere. Or nothing. Who knows? I mean, how could you even do nothing around there? And she was complaining from the beginning that um, being in the woods, every time you open the door, somebody tracks in leaves or something. She's always having to clean it up. Right. So she has 14 hours to do stuff and she does nothing. Mike has to work and then come home and do everything. I doubt and, you know, that. Mike wouldn't stand up for her anyway. And we know she cooks. She's got a cooking show. Yeah. She's got a show. I thought that you saw those. Natalie stepped on a nail. Went down yeah. on the floor. The uh, threshold was probably a, a tax strip for carpet. That's what it looks like. And nobody seemed to have much sympathy. Yeah, she's that's laughing painful, at her, man. rolling her eyes. You step on a tax strip. Why she got one exposed like that? It looked that. like all the thresholds. I saw a couple of other thresholds in the house. It looked like they were all exposed. Well, that's dumb. They need Andre to come in there and demo those tax strips. Why didn't Mike come strips. fix that? Well, that's not what Mike does. Mike just complains, like <laughs> Trish. I guess they want Natalie to fix it. Yeah, Natalie, because well, you got all these hours. She's the hired help it. now. <laughs> I think our big debate of the week is were those horses or cows in the field? It was so distant and quick, I couldn't even tell. I freeze frame. I stopped and paused it, and to me, it looked like a horse. It did. All I saw was what looked a like neck. a long tail. I saw a long neck getting. They wouldn't have. Sh I don't know if they would have shown. It doesn't. I don't know that it matters. Although I stopped, rewound it, stopped it, looked and and froze it, and it looked like a horse to me. But even that she would correct her is just crappy. Yeah, and how she did it. Yes. I don't know how I wrote. I got some notes here, and I at that point, I wrote Trish. Trish equals bitch is what I said. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. I'm shocked that the pillow talk people were just slamming Natalie in all the scenes with Trish. Because Trish is, wow, not somebody I'd want for a mother-in-law. Yeah, I know Natalie's not so positive. And I think from previous seasons, we'd all agree that, you know, you get I think get on... she was trying. And I think, you know, I mean, how much can you put up with before you just start being negative too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was David and Annie were all over. Yeah, that's And Tim cool. and... and Veronica, it was the same thing. It Everybody was, was against her. Like they were rolling their eyes when she was talking. I don't get it. They had talked previously about Natalie getting work and translating. I don't know how much translating work yeah. there actually is. Where is this <laughs> treasure think. trove of translating employment that happens? From one country. Yeah, who needs, who gets all this stuff translated? Well, but Trish has got it in her mind. That there's all these Ukrainians <laughs> that need stuff translated, that need to translate, an interpreter or whatever. Weird. I guess that is probably something, but what can you make? You're gonna what? Get on a Zoom call and translate something for an hour? Yeah. 
make 30 40 bucks yeah it didn't make a lot of sense no it does not and she's got we kind of get for the first time what natalie wants to do i don't remember this being talked about before do you uh, acting and tv shows do you remember that happening on the show maybe when they were in ukraine oh Way some back. of that had come up of the stuff that she had done yes mm, you're probably right well trish is kind of all sarcastic about your dreams of going to hollywood and that wasn't even what she was talking and about. yeah natalie just snaps back and says i'm 36 i have no dreams of hollywood but there's plenty of work to do here in seattle which there isn't you're not going to make a profession she's not going to make a profession making movies and doing stuff for tv in seattle there's not enough work yeah she wasn't trying to get in movies it was tv that she said she, she said there's done. movies in seattle but we know the stuff i was even involved in those people aren't making no. they aren't making money they aren't making a living doing that there's no. just not enough. Not unless they get picked up for something. Well, they all do something else. Yeah. Right. And then they do that on the side. Right. So that whole discussion was just about, it seemed like Trish thought she was using Mike for money. And I'm not sure Mike's making all that much there. No, I don't think so. Yeah. She I mean, surely well, spends a lot for gas. <laughs> she said, uh, Nat, yes, yeah, she definitely does. <laughs> Natalie says, well, if you want me to bring money to the house, I can do that. But I'll do it doing what I want. Right. Tell them, Natalie. Right. I'm like, all right, you go. Because she didn't have a visa yet, so it's not like she can work. Right. I will stand up for myself. This is what she said in that side interview. I will stand up for myself, and Mike has to stand up for me, too. And he won't. He will not. <laughs> it's not what he does. I'm thinking uh, Mike is cut from the same cloth as Mama. They seem to be an awful lot alike. Yeah, you just sit and complain and actually and do nothing. Neither one is very likable. Ignore <laughs> the issue. Maybe it'll go away. And if not, I'll just complain about it. Grunt about it. The butcher shop seemed to be quite a big deal. I think, yeah. do, do we differ on that? Not really. I mean, I, think, I hear. I think I see both sides. I think Natalie probably made a bit too much of it. Yeah, it's not like she's against meat because she thinks it's inhumane. Well, that is why. I, I thought it was though to make her feel better and be. I didn't ever. I don't ever remember her saying those poor animals. Yeah, really. She did all right. Well, Way I've back. missed it. But she said that she started out doing it as a Christian Orthodox thing, as a cleansing, as a religious sure. thing. And then she felt so much better and she decided that she would just continue because she thought she was her better self as a vegetarian. Yeah, but it didn't seem like she has that big of a problem with the animals that she couldn't be at a, at a butcher. Or at I don't a know. At shop. one point she talked about like, slaughtering animals and stuff and she didn't like that i get it i think nobody likes it or some yeah, we people just like try it. not to think about yeah, it. you don't think about it you just eat it because it tastes good and right? that's how it works and it's meat <laughs> i mean a woman well she could go to a, a butcher it's not the end of the world right. she goes it's to grocery stores i guess like i get that it she finds it gross to look at but she could have stood by the door or something All right just because you're there doesn't mean you have to partake of it i mean they were there like, to get a turkey like jovi 
Right. Right? Just a married man could go to a strip club, right? <laughs> no. You don't have to partake of it. No. That's the way it works. No. I like your line of thought there. Uh, I didn't say that. I will see you in a couple of hours. No. Is there any? I don't know. We've got to find. I don't know a place <laughs> around here. You would never go to such a place. What? Jovi and me and Jovi hanging out on the town? You no. and Yara hanging out? No. What? Neither. No. You would hang out with Yara? You probably would have a good time with Yara. Maybe. Probably. Now that you guys, she's got kids and she wants to settle down, just don't touch her baby. She's a little too um, huh? into her parents for me to hang out well, with. Well, it's because at that point she was just a new... Now she's a mom. She yeah. went out. She wasn't all that kept up when she went out last time. I don't know. She lost that baby weight awfully fast. Yeah, she did. Good for her. Well, I think I look at Mike and the whole meat shop thing. They asked her if Natalie had a problem with that, and he was joking that maybe if she was holding a tomahawk chaser. I didn't. I wanted to look and see what a tomahawk was. I think it's like a turkey leg or something. That seems boring. Who would want that? Um, Mike. Mike. Mike (laughs) wants anything with meat, but he chased her around if she had meat. If she had meat. Choosing meat, yeah, because the producer asked if he was going to go check on her. He goes, I don't know, maybe if she was carrying meat, I would run after her. Mm. You know, it was that look on his face, and an idea with somebody at work. I kind of said that to somebody today who gave that look that Mike gave when he was talking about that just that smug look on his face. Yeah, it was nasty that he knows what he's doing. And, and there's anyway. nothing you can do about it. And he's just happy acting like he is. I went, mm. that, it made me want to. So you mad, just, you just want to smack him. You want to knock that look right off of his face. Like, that is horrible. He says his mom's just being cautious of Natalie. Whatever. That's baloney. Like at the wedding, just being cautious. Yeah, getting somebody to call it off. Mm. <laughs> I, can't, I still can't believe she did that. If I were Natalie, I wouldn't give her the time of day after that, frankly. Hmm. I'd be like, you want me to go to your mom's house? Are you for real? Uh, I'll, you'll be lucky if I ever speak to her again. The end. She's so desperate to get off the mountain, maybe. That was it. I guess. The preview to this was that Natalie says that Trish called her a hooker. Oh, yeah. That sounds oh, interesting. So that should be fun. That was really good. So I wonder what that's going to be like. No telling. We got some Kalani and Lo this time. Not a whole lot going on here. Just them going to the immigration attorney. To her talking about divorce. And them springing a bomb on Lo. Yeah. That it could actually be a lifetime. Because it's changed since he signed for 10 years. Yeah. Kalani can divorce him. But it looks like Lowe's married to him forever. There's no break there. He seems surprised about sponsoring. Mm-hmm. Tyler, I'm not sure he read it before he signed it. Yeah, they should have. They should have gone to the DUI doctor and got an attorney. I think that would have <laughs> been the better. I, he's still my favorite attorney. That Larissa had good luck. Yeah. She got out of everything. Get the DUI doctor. He can get you out of anything. Mm. Mm. Ten years is what they signed up for. They said... You're now because of because of Trump, ten years is now a lifetime. 
They said, maybe you could find a way out of it, but he's either got to get deported or he's got to die in order for you not to be responsible for and him. And you're like, oh, ID channel show. Yeah, this is Dateline. <laughs> this is Friday night murder mystery on Dateline is what we're getting. Lowe quickly says, well, it sounds like that it's best... If they stay together and work yes, it out. Yes, work this out with the boys. Well, he felt that way anyway. Yeah, he did. Just gave him more ammunition because he said it's impossible to change Kalani's mind once she's made it up about something. So he probably just thought, oh, well, I don't, here's my end. Even if they get divorced, I'm not too convinced that Suela would be on public assistance because I think Lowe would beat the crap out of him <sighs> and make sure he got to work. Right. He was responsible. The preview to this is him being, we've seen it twice now, him being hurt in some way. He looked yeah. disheveled. Yeah. I don't know, a car and, accident. And I was thinking a car accident or something. I think there'd be more traumatic if that was a car accident. I don't know that they have two vehicles. I didn't notice what they were driving in that one. But I noticed he wasn't driving. That's what made me think car accident. He does drive most of the time. Right, so that's what made together. me think car accident. Mm, possible. Very boring episode. But for... the preview said that whatever it was that happened made her more sure of what she wants. So Which either it know. scared her being without him. Yeah, or it's like, you know, or, hey, I'm all right without him. Or he's trouble and like, oh, I'm accident. done with this. Accident? He's still alive? Oh, all right. I guess I'll come pick him up. Yeah. So it could be either way. Yes. I don't think she wants him dead yet. Maybe that comes later. Even more boring than the Kalani storyline this time is Brandon and Yulia. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Yulia's having, I guess, a, a pouting attack. So she moves out of their shared bedroom which finally they can get in <laughs> and now she moves out Brandon comes in and she puts her foot down says look I don't like the way you treated me with Melanie and but she's got a case right right um, she's got a point Brandon stood up for Yulia about as much as Mike stands up for Natalie right although I think Mike does it on purpose Right. I think Brandon's just an idiot, right? Yes. He's just a tool. And he He's says, just I, too immature, immature yeah. to figure anything out for himself. And Brandon spell says, it all out. Brandon says, I can't believe she's mad at me for something that's her fault. <sighs> like, oh, buddy. Have you got something to learn? Yeah. You're not even close yet. <laughs> no way. But, of course, Yulia puts her foot down, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. No, she does not. All right, I'll come back in the room with you. <laughs> Maybe Brandon's good at that part of yeah, the relationship. Yeah, I'm thinking. They were missing some nookie or something. <clears throat> Tragic. The preview for this one was the same as the preview for last time. Betty being a tool, thinking, I don't know, like it's a Wonka bar? Like <laughs> Julia's opening a Wonka bar and getting a golden ticket? <laughs> So, no. Is it green? Is there something green inside? Yeah, oh, I was like, what? Betty. Oh. Well, you know. Well, now you know where Brandon gets it from. <sighs> right. 
Angela. Yeah, you could probably go on all day about Angela in this. She had her definitely. Cer- her she- and her smoking and yeah. Ugh. And here we go with the shirt and all of that bruising that she's got, oh. and she still got this Tiffany-like shirt on. <laughs> yeah, I love the Trader Joe green drink that she I told got. you it's about being hot. <laughs> yeah, you're probably you're definitely right. <laughs> so they're pouring that Trader Joe stuff in the cup, and I yeah. know I said this is not going to go. I well. said I recognize that. That's from Trader Joe's. And the the color, and you could see that JoJo and Angela are like, this is no good. <laughs> but somehow Angela liked it. Yeah. Despite it looking, despite it looking like piss. It was green <laughs> and thick, and crusty. Maybe this is why. If your piss <laughs> looks like looks this, like <laughs> then you, <laughs> you do, do need, need surgery. <laughs> no, you need somebody to come in and wipe it up for you. <laughs> And since JoJo's wiping up her coochie. Oh, my goodness. They, you talked, I think, last time about a tool that you have for that. Yes. Yeah, they make such a thing. I've seen it in my you shoulder need, surgery group. Like a bidet or something. Yeah. A place with a bidet, then that would work. Yeah, that was another thing in the group that they said they use. Hmm. If their dominant arm is in a sling. They make something, I guess, like that you could put on a toilet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody said they got a little side attack. I wouldn't think for a normal person that that would be an issue. But I guess she can't bend over. Hmm. Well, you know, she's got quite a reach getting around her. That should be better. And we see new pictures of her. Yeah, boy, she's really She has lost some weight. I don't think that that Michael's even going to think she's the same person. No, she's not. So with the facelift, I think what we do know is what we saw her from all of the the tell-alls. Where she was covering her face and yes. said she was having dental work and, done was probably bruising from the facelift. Yes, and she said she was having dental work. Yeah. And although her teeth, I don't know. I've never I've had extensive dental work and it was never left at a point at the end of the day where I needed to wear a covering over my face. Right. So I don't think that was the case. Yeah, that didn't make sense. She was covered. It, it's another lie. Maybe she was hiding something. She was, it wasn't even a lie of omission. That was just a flat lie. Yeah. She was lying about it. They probably wanted her to hide it mm-hmm. because it was part of another show. Yeah. So she's going in for a facelift. She's not a good liar either, so you could tell. She said this. This is great. She said, why? She went to a juice place to get some juice. That was funny. Why would you drink spinach if you can just get it in a can? Is that what she said? That's what she said. I missed that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who eats spinach because from a can? That is one nasty. Spinach. Why would you get It's so slimy. Why would you in drink it? So eat fresh spinach. You see, see where she gets her vegetables. Ugh. All that salt. Sorry, but spinach doesn't grow in a can. <laughs> you notice what she called? She ended up calling Michael. No. What she called him in his phone? In the phone? No. My sexting Nigerian. Oh my god! Not my sexy Nigerian. My sexting Nigerian. <sighs> well, she does that, and in front of him, she lights up the cigarette. Yes. But he's not supposed to worry about her getting all this surgery and smoking. She said, I'm not smoking a lot, just when I get nervous. Which is all the time. 
She's always smoking. And she's giving him crap. And he finally, for the first time... Hangs up on her. Yeah, starting to stand else. up. It didn't last long, though, because she called him yeah, right back and right said, back. you better not ever do that again. Yeah. And he stayed on the phone. Yeah, he said, I like you the way you are. Michael puts his foot down, is what I wrote. In quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said, I'm getting it done, whether he likes it or not. Well, you know, if the tables were turned, she'd have divorced him already. Yeah, they're not getting together. Yeah, right? These guys, they're not so. going to be together. This is... I, I used to think so, but now that she's transformed herself fella. and seeing how different she looks, he's not even going to know who she is anymore. Man, she's... That's not the person he married. Yeah. Uh, I don't think She that... has changed. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to work at all. Well, she's got a bevy of doctors that she has in her stable well, They're now. lined up, aren't they? Yes. She's Another hot doctor. backup Nigerians. Ooh, he can do any surgery he wants on me. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe they've only got ugly doctors in Georgia. So they're going to take 10 or 15 years off her face. And the surgery is $25,000. That's insane. I'm sure it's inflated because it's L.A. I'm sure. But well, still. what did Armando say? He could get all three surgeries for ten grand in Mexico. <laughs> right, maybe less. <laughs> and that's probably why David's headed down there. $99.99 special. <laughs> So much, or without anesthesia. She said Michael was in a bad mood. And, you know, you sprung the 25th in that doctor's office. You spring at 1 o'clock in the morning, $25,000 And what it. did Michael want to spend that money on? Having a kid. Right. That's money that we could be spending. She has no intention. None. At all. Whatsoever. And that's crappy. Michael has been really clear. If there's one thing he's been clear about, it's that. Yep. And she says no. And at no point did he ever say he would settle for not having a kid. He said he he needed to try. And she agreed to that. And then she backed out of it. But won't just come out and say she's backing out of it. Hmm. She implies there's some possibility. And we all know there's not. Libby and Andre. We get them started as one of the, when it starts out, I guess, with her and Becky, the episode is the two of them doing yoga. Out. No, they're not doing yoga. What are they doing? They're outside. They're like stretching. It looks like a post-workout stretch. It's I don't know what Becky was doing. They were like doing shoulder stretches say and stuff that's like that. That's get... like what you do when you're done working out. I'm going to say something that is going to get us in trouble. Yoga is actually challenging. There was nothing challenging they were doing. Well, her arm, he she was stretching that arm of hers. That's um, a shoulder stretch. And then I saw Becky doing something where she was sitting on a leg and like stretching her foot behind her. Yeah, that's all post-workout stretching. Also, that's not yoga. I also saw Becky do some weird stretching with her eyeball. Yes. Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with her eye? She has got a wandering eye. Goes I couldn't right help but look. to the inside. You may not have been looking at the screen at that time, but I think I called you. I said, uh, take a look at Becky right now. <laughs> it happened several times. Yes, it did. She was stretching that. That's got to take some, a, a, 
some work, right? I said, I bet she's got a smaller eye muscle mm. on one eye than on the other on the out on the outside, and it's causing her uh, eye to wander inward mm. when she looks a that direction. direction. Well, I think you'd know that. You say, "Do not film me this way." Then, right? That she would be good. All cross I think on her OnlyFans, you probably don't notice that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's not something she puts out there. Nobody's looking at no her, close-ups of her, her wandering eyeballs. eye. Libby says that uh, they are extreme yogis. They do <laughs> yoga a lot. Whatever. Outside on the concrete with literally the flattest mats I've ever seen. That would have to be really uncomfortable. Yeah. They talk about getting a nanny. And how Andre doesn't want a nanny. And her sister tells her to get one anyway, and screw him, and don't tell him. Yeah. I'm like, what? So he can suck it. What is wrong with these Andre people? Andre can Everybody suck it. Everybody wants to lie. If he has a problem with that. <laughs> hmm. That is great. Becky says omission is not a lie. Just don't tell him. <laughs> hmm. Wow. So we get the next scene. We get Andre getting ready for work again. No talk about the nanny. Just. But just, Libby actually made his lunch this time. I'm not sure. I didn't see it. I didn't you, see you it. You said. I, I don't know that he left with lunch. You said to me she was actually making the food this oh, time. Oh, no. This was. I think that was. That was last week. Remember when she was cutting up the breakfast oh, okay. and almost chopped off. Well, you know, I'm not looking. So almost I'm chopped off her daughter's me. finger. This, <laughs> yeah. This time she's yeah. sitting over there while Andre's ah. Andre's getting ready to go making coffee or whatever, getting ready to go demo a kitchen. Yeah, but, that didn't go well. Well, I encourage, I think he had a good idea. He's sure. going to go over there and do some work, show he's a part of the team. That was cool. It was they the did tell him he had to do the grunt work, so it he was, got right into it. It was the refrigerator demo that I think was really the problem. Mm-hmm. There's only one scenario where you have to take the doors off the refrigerator. And that is if your city requires you to remove the doors before putting it at the street for special pickup. Do you think Andre would know that? Probably not. No. He could have undone the screw. What it is, is there's a little hook on the top. He could, if he wanted to remove the doors, it would have been faster than trying to beat it with a hammer. Yeah, he probably just likes breaking stuff. It's just a, a little tab on the top and a screw, and you take the door off. It's how you'd reverse the doors or flip the doors over. Mm -hmm. or there's things you could do. But what you don't do is probably what he did. Mm -hmm. And then take the doors and throw them in the back. The whole purpose of this is to do stuff and then touch it once and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So he starts banging up stuff in the kitchen, and here comes his his arch nemesis. Yeah, how did he end up there at that moment? That's what I want to know. How did he know? Well, he said the neighbor called. Oh, right. Or the producer set him up. Also possible. He said the neighbor called and said somebody was tearing up his house. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Who knocks the doors off the refrigerator? This whole discussion, then... About Andre not knowing what he's doing. He's going to blow up the house because this is what Charlie said. When the electricity is on, the gas is on. Yeah, what the heck? And, and it's two different things. I don't know what he's talking about. Now, maybe he's talking about the city comes out 
and turns on your electricity and turns on your gas at the same time. That's the only scenario yeah. where the two of them, where that statement would be true. And Andre said that he'd already checked it. He did say that. Charlie says, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I just had a thought. Oh, no. What neighbor is going to call up somebody who bought a house next door to flip it? You never know. And tell you stuff unless Charlie had been over there and given his number and said, oh, you I see this dude here. Nah, I don't. It's when possible. I'm not here, call that, me. That's all possible. That's what I think happened. I think if you are not doing a security system or whatever you're doing, you'd maybe introduce yourself to the neighbor and said, look, we're doing this. We're going to be doing work on the house. Because if, if you were issues. next door and somebody was there working, you would just assume it was a worker. You wouldn't just be calling. Agreed. So I think he left instructions for the neighbor. That's or I'm think. thinking the producer, it was all set up, but here comes Charlie. <laughs> hey, come on over here. Charlie's doing demo. Andre. Yes. Charlie's surely not doing demo. Right. He's just telling people. To now do Charlie's going to have to hire somebody to come to in and clean up Andre's mess. Hmm. So the preview to this is the boat fight that we all knew was coming. Yes. So Becky calls Libby two-faced. Libby is telling Becky, everybody, that you're too hard on Andre. He's never done anything to you. My biggest question and I don't know if you saw it. It's Andre's shirt that he's wearing on the boat. No, I wasn't. That is the most hideous thing I've ever seen. Mm. And he should get his ass kicked just for wearing that shirt. Oh, that bad, huh? Yeah, I don't get it. You have to, I'll show you again. You'll go, what in the heck is that? <sighs> Here's what I think, though. Do you think we see the fight next week? No. No, of course not. Why? They'll lead right up to it at the end. It'll be the following week. Yes. Because they like to lead stuff two weeks before it happens. Yes. At least anything good. Yeah. And so we get crappy stuff like Tiffany talking to her dad. A scene That's like, not that big. A scene like the two sisters having a knockdown, drag out, fist fight. It could be three weeks. like a season ending type episode. It, yeah, it should be three weeks from now. I mean, this isn't... And I'm sure this isn't like a a Pedro and what ri no, no, River, yeah, Pedro and River kind of knockdown drag out fight where people are getting their hair pulled out. But that would be fun. <laughs> that would. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen some previews of it a few times, and it looks pretty intense. But that's good. That's been the that's the ninety day fiance fight. Like a hair pulling. Kind I mean, that's of the thing. big. That's the biggest fight ever on the show, right? Yeah, definitely. And there's no doubt about it. I think Pedro's just training now to kick River's ass the next time this happens. Yeah. And River, he's going with, uh, I'm just going to bulk up and get big. So when But he, not muscular big. When he punches me, I won't really feel it. Because <laughs> we've seen Pedro in the gym. And, yeah, he's hardcore yeah. now. He's cut. Maybe it's because... Because Chantel's still going to school and he has nothing to do with his time. Yeah, because he can't go to school yet. He can't go to school yet. Well, she does. Right. Till she's done. So we have got, that's it for this week. We get no Jovi and Yara at all other than a preview. And even that's kind of boring about him back and forth to work. So that's not exciting. Yeah. But on Inside Scoop, Volume 43, we're going to talk about Tanya and Sinjin. 
we're gonna talk about Big Ed, Big Head, Big Head, <laughs> Big Neck. Big Ed had a tough week, didn't he? Yeah. And if you haven't already listened, I guess go back. We did a breaking news on Big Ed. Yeah, that's worth listening to. Over the weekend. If you liked anything about Ed at all, you if you had any redeeming qualities about him or you wish that him and Liz would work out, then you will completely flip your opinion after listening to what we posted. Yeah, I had to spend a good... The clip, I think, is four minutes, and I had to spend 15 minutes editing all the cuss words out. It was horrible. Yes. So abusive, and everyone is calling for him to be fired from TLC. Yeah. that's It's that bad. I guess it's, it can't be breaking news, or we're not spoiling the inside scoop, because you should have gone back and listened to that other one already. Yeah, and it's all over the news now. Yeah, it would be. And we have some Ronald and Tiffany stuff, Darcy and Stacy. I even have, we have some David and Lana news from before the 90, yeah. before, what was it, before the 90 days, season three, and some Alan and Curium Yay. news. They're from, they're, they're the OGs. Yeah. They're from season one. So it goes all the way back. So stay that tuned. That was back when couples were actually... Couples. Yes, they were not so dramatic. Not a lot of drama yeah. going on. Real there. relationships then. TLC was just getting their feet wet, thinking that it we, was a completely different show then. It, it was real, legitimate relationships. Now it's just like whatever. <laughs> yeah, that happened pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I think they got it season two when they did that. That's when Russ and Pow popped in. Yeah, and and when Larissa and. And Colt got on there. That was another explosive couple. It kind of changed the, the yeah, tone of it the show. got it got a little different around then. They started to get their get their groove somewhere around season two, season three. By the time season four hit, you were all Anfisa, yeah, and crazy people, George and Nicole and Azan. You were and Pedro and Shanta. You were full fledged into it. Season one's a bit boring. Yeah, then you'd turn into uh, Lisa, baby girl Lisa, yeah. and Angela, so, and I just, oh, high drama. So Alan and Carolyn, they're kind of just, you know, just like Sweet. a regular couple. Yeah. I guess you figured out nothing breaking, nothing really dramatic in their world mm -hmm. as far as drama goes. Mm -hmm. So hang on, stay tuned. Inside Scoop, volume 43. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 